And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and stress and effect because Joey Dallin and I just wanted to piss off the masses more. And we wanted to do it affordably. And Google's cheap. Take that however you want. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Triple all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere online by that name. S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Let me go ahead and introduce you for everybody that's here, uh, although we're kind of down one, surprisingly enough. Uh, top right-hand corner of North America, where it's all not quite been a rehash of winter, apparently. Dallin, hi. Good evening. Um, yeah, today it actually wasn't so bad. Like I was saying yesterday, though, it rained. Mm. And uh, yeah, you know, here I was happy that, you know, things were dried out so that I could walk without worrying about, you know, mud bogging. Yeah, right back where we started. Yeah. By the way, uh, are you mm -hmm. running with that uh, uh, that uh, audio thing again tonight? Oh, is it uh, is it not working well or? I'm, I've got some kind of, you know how my audio when I'm on Ubuntu is kind of ticky, ticky, ticky. Uh-huh. I've got that for you tonight. I thought it was just my phone's connection last night. Um, maybe, right. the, uh, maybe there's a tune-up that we should talk no, about after. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. I'll get this okay. fixed. You do that. Uh, down into the right a little bit into uh, Ohio. Joey, good morning. Uh, probably would help if I uh, stopped muting myself. Yeah, there it is. Hi. How you doing? There we go. You can't promise how long I'll be on tonight, but... It's fair enough. Ooh. A little bit further off to the right, uh, near the water where it's... Uh, some beaches on the coast are being reopened. I don't know why. Unreno Tech, good morning. Hi. I am not on the beach. Just... I am on the Borg mothership. Uh, no, no, I'm calling bullshit because it, yeah, it's it, it's a thing. And uh, continuing off past the international dateline, uh, I don't remember which which one. It is. Anyway, out 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 uh, your way, Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. He's muted. Joseph, good morning. Good morning. Sorry. There you are. It's that damn you button, man. It's going to get us every time. I wanted to start with some good dead air time. Perfect. Sorry about that. I see trees of green. Dallin's typing too. Is that was was that you the <laughs> typing array? Yes, it was. I'll turn my game down. <laughs> The fact that it's working is the important part. Don't 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 sweat it too much. So, yeah, we're we're back, everybody. Hi, good to good to be back with you. Uh, obviously, for those of you that know full well, uh, Bridget is not with us at the moment. I don't know why. I can pretty well assume she's uh, she could be a little bit, you know. Um, well, she's an old lady, so you know that it's it's entirely possible. Hey, to that to that end, by the way. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. 
over on the live uh, over on the live chat. Which, of course, if you're watching live, please feel free to take advantage. Felis, hi, hun. Uh, I have I have I have choices tonight. I I brought out since since Fertile Equinox did not happen and uh two years ago, a year ago, whichever year it was, where we had uh the uh big time spender kind of swag kind of thing. This was uh, this was uh, the perk that they gave to you know the the upper echelon people. So little little glass it's nice. Fortunately, it doesn't have the thing on it that says "Don't put this in the washing machine." Uh, dishwasher. Anyway, so I'm I'm using that. So you all, uh, you all have a choice, and I'm putting this out there to see what happens. Now, the horrible scopes. Uh, there, there's going to be reference to this in a little bit. I, I told Joey about this. So we have a choice of stuff that I have left over from uh, Fat Tuesday. So I have some uh, Kentucky bourbon, Evan Williams. I got some of this. I have some white rum Bacardi. And I have some uh, gold rum Bacardi. Because uh, for uh, Fat Tuesday, uh, Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras, sorry, Mardi Gras, we did uh, we did a, a thing when we got together on Saturday, and one of the things that I was supposed to bring was uh, drink. So one of the things I made were hurricanes, which turned out okay. I mean, not really my thing. I had some, some. But, you know, that was that was about it. So you guys get to try to figure out uh, which you would like for me to be drinking in a little while, because uh, I'm not really I'm not really a liquor drinker, you know, for well. So we'll kind of figure from there. So uh, bourbon, Bacardi white, Bacardi gold. You guys can think about that in a little bit. I say go white. Well, we hold on to that and we'll, we'll see where it goes. Anyway, uh. Since we're, uh, since, you know, since we've got a, a whole schedule to kind of keep up with, uh, I'll just, I'll just say it really quickly for all of you people that are, uh, that are listening, uh, to the, uh, to the podcast version, you guys doing okay? Yeah, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of in that kind of same position too, you know, and I can, I can kind of open with that because, well, let me uh, let me do your five minute freestyle, which I should really readjust where all of my names are listed on the screen. I'll deal with that later. Oh, good, my name is right there. So your five minute freestyle starts right now. Overload, ho, uh, yeah. I I can't even I can't even begin to tell you uh, how overloaded I have been for the last couple of weeks, and I know for well everybody else has got to be having the same damn thing and it's 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 nuts i mean it's 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 absolutely nuts give you an idea as to just how bad it's been for me this week last week i had a problem trying to figure out what to do for the show uh, this is kind of a thing because you know i'm not really good at trying to plan ahead but i i try this particular show, I can t- honestly tell you, I went through at least five different ideas for what to talk about and what to have for my opening. And 
as soon as I got to thinking, you know what, this is a really good idea. We should really do this. I had something else that I had to do. The idea is gone out of my head. Can't even remember what the hell it was now. You know, you know, that's what it's been like for me. And I'm not normally that kind of guy. I'm not usually what people would typically term scatterbrained. At least I'd like to think that I'm not. I don't know how you guys are, are dealing with stuff. I mean, I can, I can, you know, joke for those of you that are listening, you know, well after the fact and, and, you know, have one side of a conversation like it's a Doctor Who episode, but, but it's tough. It's, it's tough all over. We know it. You know, we're, we're, we're dealing with it. Same as everybody else. There are too damn many things that are going on. And some of it is... I don't even know how to describe it. I've got politics on the head. I've got the presidential elections months from now that are weighing on me. I've got concepts that people have been throwing around vehemently online about this. And I'm torn in many directions because I'm listening to what's being said and I understand and I appreciate and I agree with certain parts and disagree with others. I'm watching what's going on with people in my country who are, who can't even get sit Good Ubu, they can't get that much. They they don't understand that being in your house right now is the best thing to do. They don't understand that there are certain people who don't have a choice. And we talked about this off the air. You know, never mind the people who are out there putting food and comestibles and and stuff that we need. But you've got other groups that are out there too medical workers vets people who work on on farms who have livestock that they have to deal with you know this stuff this stuff doesn't stop doesn't end it makes it harder to do in some respects you know there are there are a lot of people who are feeling this in ways that we don't even think about. It's tough. It's one of those times where we kind of have to take a step back, slow down a little bit, just pause. Yeah, I'm intentionally slowing down how I'm talking tonight because... That's what we kind of have to get used to. Try to relax. Try to slow down. Try to understand what it is that you're projecting. I hate to put it this way, but... We have to be the president that we want to see. And I know I'm stealing somebody else's line, but how true is it? Just like we need to be the calm for our 
kids, we have to be the calm for our society. As tough as that is. Just don't be a dick. This is episode 307 on the docket, Your Honor. The power of hubris compels you. I'm sick of all the stuff of people not listening to the whole stay indoors and deciding that I need to be at church because how's God going to hear me if I don't go to church? Because that's what they're telling me to do. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, we had a we had a story of a landlord that went ahead and said, oh, you, you guys want to hold uh, church services? <laughs> no, I'm changing the locks on you and you're not getting the keys until all this stuff is blown over. Get the hell out. But we've still got that going on. And it's even worse because these groups are saying, look, you get your stimulus check or whatever term they've got for it. What's the first thing that you should be doing? Sitting in your tithe to the church. Really? But of course, they're going to try to find some way of dealing with all that stuff. So, you know, joy rapture. So, yeah, we're going to have a we're going to have a little bit of that. I did go looking information for uh, Reef Badawi. There is no new information currently. Unfortunately, I did check the news services and the Twitter feed. Right now, there is nothing. As of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, ten months, three days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family, and we are still waiting, and we're still hoping. We'll see how it plays out. So, with all of the bummed-out stuff out of the equation... We'll see how it's uh, we'll see how it's going over here. Uh, Stephanie is over there. Hi. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of the way that it is. Uh, so Stephanie, so you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna figure out when we get done with the horrible sculpts here in uh, just a couple of moments. Uh, we have a choice for me for tonight: uh, Kentucky Bourbon, Bacardi White, or Bacardi Gold. Yes. I am going to be having hard liquor for a change for no other reason other than, well, you know what? Let's do the horrible scopes and you will figure it out from here. Um, everybody good? I'm good. Mm-hmm. I got it. Uh, Joseph? I'm here. Yes. Did you, did you pull it up? Because I'm only seeing three people viewing it besides me. Oh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I guess we'll... Uh, uh, fair enough. All right. So, for anybody that's uh, looking to get your horrible scopes for this week, congratulations. If you know what your astrological sign is, great. If you don't, make it up as you go along. It doesn't really much matter. Uh, let me go ahead and kick you off. Aries, you are constantly finding things in the last place you look. Why not just skip the middleman and go right there? It'll be far more efficient. Look... We can even help you. You left the remaining booze 
in the little cabinet over the refrigerator because you thought the kids wouldn't go looking in there because it's too far to reach. Joke's on you. The kitchen is the new jungle gym, and you're now out of Jose Cuevo. Time to go buy more, except now where are your car keys? Dallin, you're up. <clears throat> just when I'm about to talk, I start to cough. <laughs> Isn't that just the way? It's the great God Murphy right there, man. Uh-huh. His name's Dweezel, and he always comes over for coffee on Saturdays. Anyways, Taurus. You like your coffee straight out of the bag, eaten with a spoon. Look, what we're saying is that your weekend breakfast should be a bowl of chocolate-covered espresso beans eaten like it's cereal. You'll thank us for this once you've recovered from the shakes. <laughs> and now I want them. <laughs> you know, if, if, if Kellogg's marketed it, it would sell. Funny... <laughs> They'd have to kill me to t- to keep me from taking it all. Just just, just wait for it, Joey. <clears throat> oh, my turn already. Yep. I know. With, without without Bridget here, it's kind of hard to remember this stuff sometimes. What am I on? Gemini. Gemini. Uh, Gemini. If someone hands you a towel, keep it with you at all times. If somebody hands you a trowel, odds are you're supposed to help hide a body. But what style? And remember. You're using mortar, not concrete, for this job. The last guy who got it mixed up, well, like we said, your job starts today. And hey, building mortar, uh, building with mortar dates back 8,000 years, so don't screw this up, because someone in 3547 might discover it and mock you for centuries to come. Cancer. Taking a warm bath with Epsom kosher or table salt will not simulate the ocean for you and your family assuming you have a 302 liter aka an 80 gallon bathtub which is a pretty big tub you would need about 10.6 kilograms or over 23 pounds of salt to simulate the ocean's salinity that also means the floor under your bathtub needs to support 303 kilograms or 667.2 pounds of water plus the salt plus you. Remember, the bathroom scene from the money pit? Yeah, keep that in mind. Joseph, you're up. Um, yeah. Uh, Leo, you are not a mad scientist. You are not going to take over the world. You are not going to be adulated by throngs of people. You don't even know how many people are in a throng. Just stop. Get some help. You can't afford a laboratory to work in. Never mind how to create anything in them. You don't even know this. You don't even know how the still on mash works. Just read a chemistry book, people. I'm so glad you said it that way. I, I when I wrote it, I was really th- I, I I thought laboratory, and and. Thank you. That's 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 nice. Get out of my laboratory. I'm very glad that the, who who posted that? Who posted? I did. I did. <laughs> Thank you. You put you put that in the show notes. Yes, uh, yes, I did. Virgo. On uh, tech by the way, I was thinking about you for this one. Virgo. We know math isn't your strong suit, but follow us on this. Well, N- normal home construction methods typically include 2x4s to support interior walls spaced 16 inches on center. For the metrically inclined, that's 51 by 101 millimeter studs 
mounted 406 and a half millimeters apart. Meaning, when you finally decide to punch that wall in complete frustration, you've only got a 1 in 8 chance of hitting the stud and breaking your wrist. Which are better odds than playing Russian roulette. You do realize I'm not a Virgo, and uh, I'm actually mathematically inclined. <laughs> yes, but you when also have right, a bad habit of punching. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> Guilty. So, knowing these odds, mm-hmm. maybe you'll think twice before next time you cock that arm back. I know where all the studs in the walls are. <laughs> I know where mine are. <laughs> I, I helped build mine. <laughs> Sorry, going on. Freaking cheat codes. <clears throat> Libra. Go for it. Libra. Normally, we'd give you a job to put in for, but you just found it all on your own, didn't you? You found the car keys that Ares lost. If it weren't for you, they'd never be able to drive to the liquor store to get more Jose Cuervo. Only you've lost your car keys and you have Ares keys. What the hell, you two? Did you go to a 70s partner swap orgy and fail at that? Apparently so. Hmm. Joe? Joey? God damn it. You you hit it again, didn't you? I sat on it. (laughs) I was getting ready to poke you with a stick. (laughs) Uh, Did you know, uh, Scorpio... Did you know that in 1934, a product uh, made by General Mills Foods, you know, the company that makes various breakfast cereals. Anyway, one of their products was selling so poorly that it was going to be discontinued. But then an obscure radio comedian by the name of Jack Benny started advertising it, not only to uh, saving the product, but making it ubiquitous, um, making it the ubiquitous name for the type of product. What was it called? Jello. So, Scorpio, what have you done that was so great this week? Hmm. That's a true story, by the way. Sagittarius. There is a star orbiting the black hole at the center of our galaxy that reaches 3% the speed of light as it rounds the backside of it. For the last 30 years, scientists have tracked its orbit to find out its prograding, meaning the path is turning, making the orbital path like a bunch of flower petals instead of a simple oblong path. The only reason we're telling you about this is the black hole's name, Sagittarius A-star. So, there you go. Proof that you actually do suck. Joseph. Capricorn. Joseph. Joseph. Oh, me. Yes. Oh, I get to read my own sign. Oh, good. Um, Capricorn, there's a bunch of online concerts and meetings happening these days you might want to take advantage of. For instance, there's a channel on YouTube called the Shows Must Go On, hosted by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Every Friday, there's a new musical being broadcast. For instance, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, Jesus Christ Superstar, and this week it was Phantom of the Opera. We're not saying you should watch them. We're saying that you should totally download the files and get ready to sell them on the black market. Money's tight these days, yo. 
it's true. I actually downloaded it. Was uh, never Aquarius. The card game Uno is your friend. You can play it online or watch a bunch of YouTubers do it for you. We're especially enjoying Markiplier, Bob, Wade, and Jacksepticeye playing together, or just Mark, Bob, and Wade with Barbara, the AI. Remember these phrases, and you'll have a great time. Heart of the cards. Let's go round again. Skipped you, you bitch. And, excuse me. Let me let me do this right. That color was fine. <laughs> that color was fine. Trust me. Trust me. If you find if you if you see the one video on, con- trust me. You know if if I try to do that one this late at night, I'd probably get a noise complaint. <laughs> yeah, I've only got the little one to worry about. And last, that's what you're putting. And the end, he probably thinks you're crazy anyway. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. She's probably going chapter 25 life at home. The insane asylum. He's, he's, he's asleep right now. Anyway, so my fellow fish Pisces, not after that. Anyways, Pisces, you've heard it a thousand times. You're an old soul. You, You know what it means, right? Usually people say it because you're sensitive to other people. Empathetic, considerate. It's really the same way they exclaim, well, bless their little heart down south. They're trying to gently tell you that from close up, they can see the beginnings of jaundice in your eyes and crow's feet in your skin. But sure, yeah, you're sensitive. Go with that. And bless your oversized heart. That's exactly right. And that... Folks, we'll give you your horrible scopes for this week. Uh, remember, uh, no backseas, uh, store credit only. Uh, look for the union label and uh, refrigerate after opening. I don't know. I, I get enough. Go with that. So, yeah. So, so what's it going to be? Uh, what's what's it going to be for drink? I've got one. I've got one recommendation for the uh, the white rum. And Stephanie voted for uh, the Kentucky. Well, we're going to have to come to a consensus because sure as shit, I ain't mixing. I know better than that. No, dude, do not mix <laughs> it with steam rum. No, if, if you're going to mix, if you're going to mix any of the two, mix the two rums. But even then, you just don't want to do that. Probably not. I honestly, I think uh, I think your lover would treat you better if you just if you went with the um, the golden tonight. You know what? I'll change my, I'll but then change again, my that's recommendation the, to Golden as well. He's not that, wrong. That's a personal bias for me because I <laughs> I do love me the amber and spiced rums. Love me the black rums too. I've got a whole lot of back black rum right now, but uh, he's mm, not wrong. I drank my Kraken already. Yeah, I, I had that a couple weeks back. And Stephanie, pick what you want, Shujin. See, here's the problem. This is stuff I don't normally drink, so I don't know. I, uh, you know what? So far, the the recommendations have leaned a little bit more heavily towards the gold. And so long as it doesn't smell or taste like turpentine, I think I'm okay. And considering I got it recently, I don't think that's going to be a problem. So I'll go ahead and look at the uh, 
Yeah, the the only booze I ever had that smelled like something that really shouldn't be imbibed were uh, two vodkas that I had once. I almost uh, there forgot. Was one called, yeah, there was one called Alberta Vodka. Hmm. And another one, I can't remember the name of it, but it was infused with hemp oil. What? Yeah, no, because they could uh, because they could charge. Well, uh, apparently they had it had just enough TFC that they guaranteed no hangovers in the morning. However, there's no such thing as no hangover. Well, but then, but you know, and then they they were saying you know, oh, it's triple filtered, it's high quality, it's all this wonderful you know every marketing oh. buzzword you could think of for alcohol. Okay. And triple filtered, of course, means it took out all the flavor. Mm. Well, I don't know. There was one vodka I tried that was triple filtered that actually went down pretty smooth. That wasn't these two. Was it okay. uh, Ultimate? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. It was some vanilla vodka that my sister's boyfriend uh, introduced me to. Ripple. Again, not something I would take straight normally, but that stuff was actually something you could drink neat, like you would scotch. Well, if the Polish Ultimate, you can drink that neat, or you can drink it slightly chilled. Either yeah. way, it's delicious. Anyways, uh, but these other two vodkas, you unscrew the cap, you wave it under your nose, and you realize somebody at the bottling plant made a mistake. Because the contents of these bottles should have gone into another bottle with a particular label on it. That label? Consumption. Uh, close. Aqua Velva. When your really? vodka smells like your aftershave, wow. you've got a problem. That's some hard shit. Or your name is Dean Martin. In any case, it's perfectly fine, I suppose, after a little bit. Okay, so, yeah, um, this is uh, a little over two fingers tall. Uh, something tells me that I may not finish this because uh even just sipping i yeah is gonna usually recommend mixing bacardi with coke i have none yeah do you have uh sprite or seven up i have nothing carbonated in the house the only thing that was even close to being carbonated in the house was the apple juice because it had started to ferment a little bit and something tells me orange juice no I've, I've I've still got frozen apple juice. Do you have Do you have hot chocolate? Rum and hot chocolate is delicious. Oh, now he tells me. I, I'm half done. I'm got hot chocolate here. <laughs> oh wait, I don't have any rum. All I got is All I've got is um, you know, Smyrna and rye. I've got I've got a hot chocolate mix in the kitchen. I'm I'm not gonna hmm. get. We're in the middle of a show now, so you know I'm I'm not going up to get anything. Uh, I'm just saying it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll figure this shit out later. And so yeah. Um, so much for being completely G tonight. That's, that's the way it's going. Oh. So, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that everybody's heard about uh, these weird-ass protests that are going on over here in my country, because we're a bunch of dumbasses, apparently, collectively. We're not the only country full of them. No, no, but I haven't heard about any other countries going out there saying, hey, um, I 
want to go ahead and start the economy again. We want to get out, and it's only going to be 2 3% of the population. It's fine. Nobody, no, It doesn't matter how many people end well, up dead from it all. And I'm going to go out there, and I'm, all, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to protest on the steps of my Capitol building to say that the whole thing is for bullshit while I'm wearing a covering over my face and carrying my... Um, my God-given right to have a, a a firearm, God damn it, and wave Confederate flags apparently. So you know whatever. Yeah. And this is up in the north, like so far north that like it's like the border towns with Canada north. Texas is yeah, being well, stupid too. So yeah, but they're not well, against the Canadian border. Te- Texas being stupid, Michigan's being stupid, Florida's being stupid. Florida's Florida, which isn't a big surprise. But, yeah. Um. But part of this, where it's, okay, there are two things that this is coming from. One, the lack of an antibody test. Now, there's a reason for this. Uh, and the reason I say the antibody test is because not everybody who apparently has the virus is showing the symptoms that will eventually lead to their grisly, gurgling, fluid lung-filled death these people, the asymptomatics. Yeah. So what people are trying to do is to say, okay, look, if, if you factor in how many people are asymptomatic, but not tested compared to the number of deaths, instead of one to 2% of the population, it goes down to, you know, 0.2%, which is on par with the flu. This is something I heard. And I just kind of went, okay, 0.2%. But, there are mass graves opening up in New York. They had to call in military refrigeration trucks to augment the morgues because of the bodies. Crematoriums in China are being built and immediately put into service to handle the amount of death. Okay, at this point, it's not a question of percentages and ratios. It's the fact that if you show symptoms, there's a good chance that you are going to die. You know, you, of all people, should better appreciate, why not just get a bunch of these folks, get some, you know, wooden kayaks, put the bodies in them, float them out there on the water, get a couple of crossbow bolts and light them up. I mean, that would be efficient, wouldn't it? Uh, Yeah. But let me bring it back to two words for you, Uh-oh. which are actually no, which actually have to do with uh, tonight's show. Uh, let me see. Organized religion, <laughs> because there is a process, there is a ceremony, there is a ritual, which that is a not lot happening. of these. I know, but that a lot of these god hogs have ingrained into our society. Yes, I said God hogs. No, I'm, 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 I don't points think that I'm... Points if anyone gets that reference. I, you know, you I'm, I'm no horrible about that. Objections out of me. No, I don't get the reference, but I, no objection from me either. Uh, John Leguizamo, but anyways. Um, whether or not you've got separation of church and state, we do have a certain kind of reverence for the body after it's dead. Yeah. And and so, and we're not quite at the siege of Athens during the Peloponnesian War just yet. We're close, but not quite. Uh, 
is that the one where they stacked up the dead and put mud in between them to hold them up like a like a wall? No, I'm thinking of a different. That one. was uh, that that was after Sparta and Athens made nice, nice. No, this is when the two of them actually hated each other. Gotcha. Um, but what that what that was was a breakdown of the social order. Oh, okay. Yeah, because everybody was dying of plague because you know. Um, Aqueducts that carried your sewage away were was good. Yeah. Uh, open air, maybe not so much. But once that was cut off during the siege, well, let's just say things got a little icky. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but like I said, we're, we're not there yet, but we're getting close. Now, the second thing. So th- these manipulation of the numbers to try to uh, justify opening up the economy. That's one thing. But there is another one, and this one's a little more ingrained. Fear. And you, okay, I, I, I see the way you're looking. Looking at me, wondering, okay, what what are you scared of? Well, yeah. This I, but this is what I said last week. People in this day and age have never had to face anything like this. The last time we saw something like this was the Spanish flu. And when I say we, I mean not us, because I don't think any of us were alive. No. Despite how high some of our odometers are running right now. We as a society, no, like we've gone all of our lives collectively, never having to deal with a depression. Or like even the recession in 2008 was not that bad. Okay, I'll give you that. But now, you know what this is? The way that you just, you were just describing this. The the closest thing that we collectively could deal with something like this was when we as youngsters would have had chickenpox before the vaccines. Yeah. We we, we didn't know what chickenpox did. We thought once we had it and we were over, we were done with. Now we know we get shingles from it too. Possibly, potentially, yeah. 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 That, that, but, that there's a high risk. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the other thing, too, is that, um, oh, excuse me. Mm, burp coming on. It's a real show now. Um, but the Ooh. thing is, so, but what we've got now is we've got what? Phyllis. Polio. Yeah. Shit. Remember? Yeah. It was the same thing well, at well, that no, point, too. The thing is, I don't. Well, we, we don't. We do. My right. Do we do. The mark. Well, okay. They, they yeah, do. Our folks do. But we, at this point, don't. Yeah. We don't have active memory. That. And, and that's what I'm saying is that you we, got a good point. we have we have a generation right now who's of a frame of mind that, you know, we've actually heard people say, why do you feel the need to hunt for meat when you can just go to the grocery store and get it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, yes, maybe it's a meme, or maybe people are just that stupid. No, it's not stupidity. Holy mother. Um, We're dealing with... (laughs) We're actually dealing with teenager hubris. We We are invulnerable. We are immortal until we get shown that we're not. That's where collectively we are. But even though we've been shown that we're not with this thing, 
a lot of people still refuse to let it sink in. Agreed. So what you and, and the you thing is, so think for yourself. How do you tell the difference between the two? Yeah, but but it's not even that. There's there's more fear going on here as well. Um, dairy producers or farmers are dumping millions of gallons of milk per day. They're grinding vegetables back into the ground because they can't get it to anybody. And people have said, well, why don't you just get it direct from the farm to the food bank? Okay. They have no packaging systems. Well, they have no packaging. They have no delivery. And when it comes to milk and other dairy products, they have no processing facilities right now. They have and no as we all saw with the And as we all saw with the raw milk thing a couple of years ago. Oh, that was fantastic. Well, exactly. But, but that's my point is that a lot of people like food banks are stretched to their limit. I saw a video and pictures earlier today of tens of thousands of cars lined up to get to a food bank. People are waiting in line for, for hours. Not sure if, if when they get there, there's going to be something waiting for them. Like some, some cities are close to food riot uh, levels. There's no way to get uh, a lot of the products to market because the supply chain's broken down. Processing facilities are shutting down because they don't have enough people to staff them because of the stay-at-home order. People are getting scared, very, very much terrified. So when, and I've said it before, when you're down at that level where you've got nothing left, you know, you're at that level of desperation. Um, you know, I, I've talked about this before where th- this is where the secret and Deepak Chopra and all those other charlatans come in. It's the same thing. So when people are getting desperate, so they're looking for something. So they look at these numbers and they say, uh, well, okay, so if if it's not going to be 2%, but like 0.1%, well, then I'm going to be okay because, you know, I've never won the lottery before, so I'm not that lucky, which is probably a bad thing to say. But again, we're dealing with, we're dealing with people who are growing in desperation because we're in continuously uncharted waters. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh, they'd have no idea how to cope because they never, they never learned how. Ignorance. It was ignorance, well, but but also no, no. a lack, but a lack of, um. Oh Christ! Huh. I got dependence because I mean, give me convenience or give me death. I mean, nobody knows how to hunt or fish anymore. Everybody's well, relying on the existing exactly, systems. exactly. But the thing is, and when things are running properly, you know, you don't have to know these things. You also have a case of everybody can't go fishing because we have a, a an amount of people on this planet that without the factory farming and systems in place, there will be eventually starvation. Yeah. So a lot of people are getting desperate to the point where they're saying, you know what? It's like the... It reminds me of a war movie where someone is just so they, they finally snap they're they're in the trench they finally snap they can't take it anymore they jump out of the trench because they think you know what F- screw it i'm gonna run for it anyway they make it 10 feet before they get gunned down 
But by that point, their mind is gone. And that is what I think a lot of people are starting to experience is that I'm hungry. I'm desperate. I'm afraid. Someone tells me that the beaches are going to be open. Anything has to be better than the current situation I'm in. They know that there are consequences, but the overriding instinct to be free or to be not in that situation is screaming and overriding to survive. Well, it's basically a survival instinct. And this, this moment you're talking about where we, you know, quote, quote, let go of our mind. Oh, well, that's exactly what's happening. We're, you know, we're 90% governed by our subconscious, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. And, um, when we're in quote unquote panic mode, um, we just forego um, all intervention by the prefrontal cortex. I mean, we just we're just on automatic. Yeah, and the thing is, um, and of course, a lot of the a lot of the people who are you know saying you know stay at home, do this, do that, in particular the media who are telling you this. Well. They got paid to write that article, didn't they? Which means they still have a job, which means they still have access to the resources that a lot of people don't have right now because of their situation. It's not always that, you know, okay, we have to stay home because of the virus. You may have lost your job. Uh, You may be running low on that last grocery run and you can't go because, you know, the, the stimulus check hasn't come in yet. Or your EEI hasn't kicked in yet. Or maybe you don't have the P, uh, PPE that you are supposed to have, face covering, because, well, yeah. and, and, and trust all me. disposable stuff and it's gone. And trust me, like, you know, I'm, I'm currently unemployed. Uh, my first EI check came in finally uh, a week or so ago. My next one should be in the bank in a couple of days. Right now, I'm okay. Freezer's full. Fridge has got lots of stuff. My cupboards are full. Uh, You guys aren't going to believe this, but for the first time in my life last week, I tried Ovaltine. What'd you think? (laughs) It's not bad. It's not bad. They had had these big ass cans for like 11 bucks. Like up here north of the border, we're not quite there yet. No. Uh, Meat prices are going up, but again, I'm good. I've got lots. I'm fine. I'm lucky. A lot of people aren't. No, you're right. And there's a lot of a lot of mistrust in the media. I'm almost done, trust me. <laughs> um and I now I haven't seen the video yet, but I've heard a lot about it. Uh apparently uh Nancy Pelosi gave an in, an interview from home talking about ice cream. Standing in front of her multiple fridges that were worth over $12,000 a piece. Saying that people should stay home and and, and be grateful in kind of a let them eat cake sort of way. Um, from the wonderful people at crack.com, top 10 things you don't say to the public when you're in that position. In other words, no, I, 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 I'm sorry. Don't, don't give me a stay at home order. Uh, don't give a stay at home order to someone who is hungry, desperate, and afraid 
when you're sitting there nomming ice cream from a fridge that's worth more than most people make in a year. You know, framing. Just saying. No, I got, I got you. Uh, not having seen this particular item, I can't speak to it. I can, however, speak to the whole, well, $1,200 should be a good stopgap for people for the next 10 weeks. Oh. By the way, uh, a fun fact about that $1,200, the administration made sure that collection collection agencies can intercept and take that money if somebody is in arrears. I, if, they're in, if they're in collections. That actually came out. So, yeah. Wait great a job there, Trump. Wait a minute. Uh, I've also heard the converse that that was stopped from happening. They did stop that? So... Uh, let me take a look. Um, yeah, I, I don't know which way it has been, but the fact that it even became an issue disgusts me. Yes. Um, yeah, but again, it goes to everybody's everybody's trying to jump on this, you know, to either get their own opportunities done or, again, it, it's a knee-jerk thing. You know, it's, it's like... Um, you know, you get a tax return. Let's say you're, let's say you're in collections, or you got a student loan, or something like that. You need to pay back. Uh, the the government will not give you the refund, and instead put it towards your debts. So I think collections agencies were thinking that, well, yeah, you know that that's the way it should be. Except this is an emergency situation. This is not a nice little refund so that you can go buy something from anywhere, know, buy a little toy from Walmart. This is so that you can live. And so it wouldn't surprise me if it initially came out like that because collections agencies are sadistic bastards and someone just kind of gave their head a shake. Hopefully with a clue by four, but. Yeah, one, one, one can hope. Ah, here we go. My personal favorite is the, uh, the, the wonderful world of uh, contracting because I work in government contracting. And I love the fact that they awarded a contract to a company that has zero employees to produce PPE equipment. Uh, but to see the company doesn't actually produce PPE equipment. They only are a middleman distributor, which means that they shouldn't have – didn't really need the contract in the first place because the companies that can produce okay. stuff uh, have their own distribution channels. Zach, I, uh, I did find something. This is from a, a West, West Michigan um, – uh, I'm sorry, CBS West Michigan uh, news, news site uh, when it comes to debt collections. And I quote, in some cases, debt collectors can take your stimulus payment. These cases include child support back payments. Okay, let's take them one at a time. This makes sense, but at the same time, uh, that would really as, be a dick move. As, but... as somebody who had to pay child support for a time, they were more than willing, had I not had a good attorney, to make it so that I would have eventually gone bankrupt, and yeah. which would have put me in jail, uh, which I love to call debtor's prison. Which, at that point, because, agreed. Because yeah. it, it really is in this country at that point. For, um, and... Uh, but I was lucky. I had a I had a darn good attorney, and I had a lot of good people backing me up. There's a lot of men that don't have that. Okay. Now, if 
here's the thing. If both the father and the mother are getting one of these checks, then there needs to be a no, this doesn't get for back payment. This gets for X amount only. And they can yeah. do that, so that way the father doesn't starve in the process. Yeah, if if memory serves, there's supposed to be an, a, uh, a secondary check that can be applied for for anyone that has uh, a minor, be that as it may. Can I see this happening? Uh, it's a dick move to do, in my opinion. But at the same time, if it was really, really a token amount maybe but be that as it may all right that that's the yeah. first one second one yep second one overdrawn bank accounts so if you've got overdraft oh. and you are late getting it back that's that one can also be a big pain in the ass right now as someone who's yeah. worked in the, in the in the industry you know if if it wasn't your fault but because somebody else didn't get things scheduled correctly for other stuff that you'd had. If mm-hmm. you've got automatic payment on stuff as somebody up the chain doesn't pay in at the right time and things end up with uh, non-payment, well, that's not your fault, but try to explain that to everybody else. Again, yeah. this is a bit of a dick move depending as to what they're looking at, but okay. Yeah. Next one. And the third, the third and final one is private debt collections with a court judgment oh so if if it's gone through court already and and now the way i see this right now is if somebody tries to pull a collection thing now and goes to the court the court is going to haul that guy out on his ass i know they are because this is a complete this is an emergency situation however uh, if this was part of a mandated payment plan uh, that happened previously, yeah, it is possible that they could take a they could try to take a swipe at it. Now, uh, now what they did what they did say, however, the CARES Act, uh, a massive relief program that includes the payments, does prevent the stimulus money from being pulled by federal student loans and owed taxes. Okay. So the government can't take it back. Yeah. Um, Who are we kidding? They'll figure out a way. Now, that's something uh, at least. Now, this week, uh, 25 state attorneys, state attorneys general. That's a pain in the ass, isn't it? You're telling (laughs) me. Including Michigan's Dana Nessel now and the Hawaii Office of Consumer Protection issued a joint letter to the U.S. Treasury Department expressing their concerns about debt collectors. Uh, this is the link that I posted down in our chat, so you can throw that in with the with the show notes later. Can do. Um, yeah, there's a risk that stimulus payments may be garnished by creditors or debt collectors, which would undermine the purpose of the CARES Act, the attorneys general said in the statement. Uh, they requested the federal department take actions to designate CARES Act payment be exempt from garnishment by issuing regulation. So, like I said, it looks like these collectors jumped but they're they're in the process of getting smacked down uh and told uh cut it the hell out actually i'm i'm seeing an editorial cartoon of a dachshund because that's the dog i see uh that says debt collector on it 
jumping at the dog food bowl or sorry, jumping at the plate of food that says stimulus check for the people. And then the fed coming up with the newspaper going crack. No bad dog. I see that. I can, I can. Okay. <laughs> no, I got, I got that. I'm, I'm sure we can find somebody that can do that eventually. Uh, anyway. Okay. Someone else is going to have to pay for the commission. Cause like I said, I'm broke. No, don't worry about it. Um, um, but, but yeah, um, it, it's like I said, um, sounds like they went for it, but it also looks like people are trying to not let it happen. Yeah. There's a certain point where you have to look at stuff and go, look, okay. Yes. We agree that the rules are supposed to be in place. The rules of the laws so that everybody works together, but there are occasionally mitigating circumstances where, you know, people need to live first and foremost. You don't have to be a dick in the middle of people just trying to survive, which is good. Oh, that's kind of a question right now. There's a lot of question in this country. By a lot of people, um, I'm, I'm hearing it from multiple groups as well, um, not just one group in particular, about whether or not the people in positions of authority really want those who are most affected by this to actually survive. And it's a horrible to think, a horrible thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. We may reality. Yeah. We are on to something there because I mean, that's basically how the economy is set up. Those on the top don't see the people at the bottom. And they just set it up in a certain way. I mean, um, they've been... Uh, but it could extend to, to well, it started with religion. Well, you know, any any form of non-democratic governing body has always tried to make people um, complacent, dependent on them, you know, uh, whether out of fear or ignorance. Um, this is basically what happens... Um, you know, they, they've worked so damn hard to set up the system this way, where you've got generally the entire population dependent on a few key sources, owned by a few key people, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what happens when it all breaks down. I mean, um, I, oh, <laughs> that wasn't my original point, but anyways, how the system is set up, um, you know, as long as there's nothing like uh, COVID-19 or some sort of other epidemic uh, it works more or less well but as soon as you introduce something quote unquote outside of the norm then uh, yeah well all hell breaks loose and the system won't work anymore and what we're talking about now is just the results of um, a populace being reliant on a central few powers um and the most frustrating thing about that for me is um, our lack of say in that. We have no control over it. If the food chain goes down, like like here in France, I have the um, I can support my uh, in in times where there's there's no uh, illness or anything. I can support my local farmers. You know, the the country's not far that far away from from Paris. I mean, uh, that I have that option, whereas. Um, 
in many countries, probably namely the U.S., there, there's only one option. And yeah. well, that that part really depends as to where you live uh, in in the U.S. When you're in the metropolis areas, yeah, you don't really have too much of a choice. But an area where I live, where I'm I'm a half an hour away from something that qualifies as part of of Buffalo Metro. Yeah, there 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 are a lot of uh there are far more farms out this way than not. Just Thank just you. as an example. You're right, like being in the city, um yeah, well, little chance of me uh Yeah, I'm just as fucked as anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> and and you you're quite right. Uh, for uh by the way, I'm for sorry, I tried to say a lot of things in a small amount of time, like they usually do. Not a was- not a worry. Uh, Want to kind of put this into a little bit of perspective? By the way, also, um, I did the uh, I did the conversion really quickly. By the way, uh, the twelve hundred dollars um, that folks are getting, and if I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be. I think I'm scare quoting on this one. I think it's supposed to be. $1,200 per week, I think I've kind of... You remember earlier I was talking about being overloaded with shit? Uh, that converts out to about just a little bit over 1,100 euros. So for for just getting by, uh, I'm kind of wondering 1,100 euros in Paris... Um, I gotta imagine that can't be exactly rent. easy. <clears throat> I won't even that, cover that, his rent. He just said, yeah. <sighs> and well, it's funny in times like this, we really it really puts things into perspective. I mean, um, when it comes down to things like survival, and oh, how can I say this clearly? I'm not used to talking about this think about it a lot um what work is or not you know like uh for example um Dallin brought up earlier about the, the middleman oh no it was, um tech even before the show like the middleman is there's there's you know our survival is at stake we have to work x amount to ensure our own survival but in times like this, we come across um, like obstacles of um, you know the takers who are still trying to take from us, uh, people who don't work at all. For example, our our landlords. I mean, in renting an apartment, that, that, that's a place of that's a price of privilege. That's not a price of uh, actual work. Like all of these um, things in our economy that we attribute value to when we when we really look at them they have no value at all and it's in times like this that the, they become an obstacle to our own survival like for example this check you're talking about um yeah my landlord would take all of it and she's just sitting on her ass in the country uh just waiting for me to uh finish paying off her mortgage so that she can buy a new house now to be fair Mm. Nobody, really? Okay, fine, whatever. No partial uh, any, 
Anyway, um, I've rented, and when I rent, when I rented here in the states, and of course, where you rent in the states, what county, what state, what city, and everything else that you live in, there are different laws. But what ultimately ended up happening was, is an appliance broke down. Well, the apartment came with the appliances. Okay, they had, they were obligated under the contract that I was paying for to either A, have it repaired within a timely manner, B, replaced, and there was an, an additional clause underneath that could, if they could not do some, either one in a timely fashion and it cost me to lose food, there was up to a certain dollar amount of value of food that they would be forced to replace. And uh, I was fortunate they were able to replace it in a timely manner. We didn't have a pandemic going on and I didn't lose anything. So... It was all good. Uh, when my drain clogged up, they sent a plumber. Okay, this is how it's supposed to work. Granted, you come across really bad landlords. Happens all the time. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah, but I was actually in a managed uh, system, and there everybody had the same contract. There was an on-site uh, maintenance group. They had operating hours. They had emergency operating hours. They had regular phone lines, emergency, the whole nine yards. So, but I've also rented uh, from a private individual, and I, again, they had uh, we had come up to a contractual agreement. But I know that there are ones that, do, like you say, do take advantage of the people, and those ones need to be called to account. Well, let's just say that during <clears throat> while everything's good, while we're earning our, you know. Um, six-figure income or whatever, if you're lucky. Um, or you work hard at it. Um, then, you know, this kind of thing isn't a problem. But if you find yourself out of... You don't mind giving your landlord a, a, a small share of what you're earning, but as soon as you find yourself uh, like out of work and actually <clears throat> in a survival situation, um, yeah, that, that value you attribute to those quote-unquote services um you know it's funny the the services you describe um they exist because basically nobody knows how to fix anything themselves anymore but that's another side story <laughs> but i mean um yeah they, they let's just say it puts everything into perspective um the price we're willing to pay for convenience just evaporates in in times of duress. Let's put it like that. Yeah, the idea we tend is... to give it. We tend to give convenience more value than it actually has. It basically comes down to our own laziness and ignorance as well. Well, with certain with certain things, yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as to the whole um, being able to repair things, that's that's definitely a discussion for another day, but. Um, uh, I, I that would actually be a positive conversation piece. Uh, potentially. Uh, yeah. I know for well that there are a number of us that would have all kinds of things to say about it, especially where uh, automobile engineering is concerned, but be that as it may. I'm not a good mechanic. Well, I, I, that's not the kind of mechanic I, I was thinking of. Engineering, I guess, is probably the better way of putting it. In any case piece I wanted to uh, see about specifically covering while we've still got the, the back half of it all is like I was uh, 
like for the topic itself. You know, there are people who, never mind that there are external forces trying to get at this this money for people to be able to survive on. I want to make sure that I got that very clearly. This is this is a pittance for surviving. It's really what it comes down to. And uh, as an aside, by the way, Stephanie had also uh, questioned me on the timetable, uh, asking per week. Don't you mean per month? You know what? You're you're probably right, and I just kind of forgot the timetable because you know I'm a little lost yeah, with if everything. It was, if it was per week, uh, yeah, yeah, two trillion. Uh, yeah, no, you'd have to like triple that or quadruple yeah. it. Yeah, in in any case, never mind the fact that we've got organizations who might be legally entitled to a cut of that check. And again, legally doesn't necessarily mean morally entitled. So, you know, keep in mind for a second. We've got... Don't don't forget, it's your money. You paid it already in taxes. Agreed. Agreed. It's basically whatever they're not spending on the military. (sighs) Again... A whole other topic. And compared to that, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that, again, that's a whole other piece. And you know for well, that's, that's in my wheelhouse, but... Where I read your topic tonight, if I may. When I read your topic tonight about hubris, or hubris, or however you want to pronounce it, I looked and I thought there was no per- more perfect world word for somebody who is full of so much self-confidence that they could do whatever they want for our president of this country, as well as for a lot of other people in this country and, and other countries, too. president is not alone in this. He is not a unique figure in his self-centeredness, his self-assuredness, his self-confidence and everything else. Uh, whether he's faking it or not is immaterial. It's what he portrays. Um, that gets people killed. During the Vietnam War, those brand new, shiny, whatever, just came out of whatever school line, whatever, who joined the people in the trenches, would get them, get those people in the, tr- those men in the trenches killed. And... Joe, you have a good night. We understand completely, man. Rest well. Yep. And um, when they got a couple guys killed, turnabout occurred. Well, right now we have people who are in positions of authority with that kind of hubris who are getting people killed, except there's no turnabout because they're not putting themselves in positions where that turnabout can occur. We have... You know, the Secret Service, we have FBI, we have police, we have, you name it, personal protection agencies, you, you name it. The other ones who are full of the hubris are, or hubris are the people that right up and down the street from each other who decided that my God's going to protect me. I'm going to go to church and you can't tell me otherwise because my God is almighty. Except just like that uh, one church where the attorney was fighting the stay-at-home order where even the churches were closed that attorney's in the hospital on oxygen and he when he was asked interviewed uh over the phone he would said i don't know how i got it yep 
where I was where I was specifically going though is that there there are two pieces about it. Uh like I was saying, you've got you've got these organizations that are perhaps legally entitled to part of someone's income because of legal reasons. It's dick move to do, but legally entitled to because wordings of, of all this shit. But then you've got the ones where people have been programmed. I don't know that there's a better a better term for it. Programmed that they are supposed to. They are obligated to give some of this money. Like I talked about, you know, right at the top, where some of these religious leaders, these 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 cult group operatives, are saying, "What's the first thing that you should be doing with your with your stimulus check? You should be tithing to the church." And it's not just the Christian guys who are doing it, although it, that seems to tend to be much more of it. There, it's, it's prominent here in the U.S. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a form. It's rationalization. I mean, it's like people looking at a situation and just taking, looking at reality and just taking the aspects of it most convenient to them. I mean, the the church is taking advantage of people's gullibility and fear of whatever that they put in them. By the way, yep, um, <clears throat> to 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 garner something for themselves. And I mean, you've got the um, the debt collectors uh, who as Shushan said, may, on a technicality, have the quote-unquote right to take certain things, or whether it be a debt collector or not. But even they, they're not considering that the person they're taking money from has to pay rent, has to survive by some means. They're not considering that because that's not convenient to them. So they're only taking the part of reality that's convenient to them. I mean, everybody's doing this. I mean, but... Not everybody, but I mean... um, no, uh, reality, reality is something, especially in a survival situation, reality is something to be considered as a whole. We just can't take the bits and pieces of it most convenient yeah. to us. You know, this whole situation reminds me of a book series I'm reading. Not that one, Tech. A different one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We went to the same place. <laughs> yeah, although uh, you might know this one, too. I don't, I don't know. Um there's a series of fantasy books written by uh, Jim Butcher. You might know him from the Dresden Files. Yes. Uh, the series is called Codex Alera, and it's a, a fantasy setting uh, centered around a kid, you know, growing up, all that kind of stuff. The overarching thing is that there is something coming, an invasion of a, of a, of a species, of a creature that it's a hive mind thing. I mean, it's it's aliens, it's the Zerg, it's the Flood, it's the Infested if you play Warframe. It's the Tyranids if you're a 40k player. It's the Borg. It's the Borg. However, even though, and there are some people who see it coming, and they are doing the best to fight against it, but inside the Alaran society, there are still politics. There are still power plays. There are people looking, going, how can I turn this to my personal advantage so that 
when this is all over, I come out on top, not realizing that there's a very good chance that they're going to die as everybody else, unless they put all this crap aside and lend a hand to fight back this invasion. And that's what and we're I, seeing in America. Exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why this reminds as well as other countries. Because, because you've got COVID-19, you've got this epidemic, this pandemic, sorry, that is, oh God, I just, I saw a video today, uh, over 2 million cases worldwide confirmed. Uh, <clears throat> and congratulations, USA, for being number one in deaths uh, again today. Um, That's where Trump likes us, number yeah, one. Actually, actually, if, if you're subscribed to, uh, to to Thunderfoot's other channel, Voice of Thunder, he actually does a, uh, a daily uh, thing, checking up on, you know, what are the numbers today? Are, are we seeing the curve flatten, that kind of stuff, and all of that. He, he, he doesn't get too political about it, but he is who he is. But he does give you the numbers. And there's a way to, if not fight this, at least get it to the point that the medical systems can ramp up and maintain a particular level of care so that if somebody comes down with this or if somebody starts showing the symptoms, because again, asymptomatic, all that wonderful stuff, if, if someone comes in, you know, gargling and gargling or whatever, and they need, they need someone to take care of them, they'll have that capacity, which is great. But you've got other people who are, how can I turn this to my advantage? Here comes a stimulus check. How can I get that to make me uh, better so that when I come out of this on the other side... I'll be I'll be in that better position. Although I'm seeing I'm seeing my Facebook feed filled with um, all kinds of karmic stories about preachers who you know say we're going to assemble in the name of God and look at that COVID nineteen took you off the board. It's worse than that. They assemble. And then they go back to their families Mm -hmm, and -hmm. they tell their families, look, I'm all fine. You can go see your friends. And so maybe one of those friends who came over, you know, that some of the states are talking about some of the states are talking about reopening schools. Yeah, that's the quickest way. What could possibly go wrong there? Really? Yeah. Yeah. My son's mother and I have already talked about we agree uh-huh. that if the schools reopen where he's living, he's not attending. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I don't want to make this all gloom and doom because I heard something else today. Um, and I've been, I've been following this and I finally got all, I finally got all the points together. Uh, so maybe I can hopefully cut through some of the tension with it. Uh, you've heard about uh, what Elon Musk has done. Not off have, okay. I think it's been a little quiet for. Uh... No, no, no. It, it's okay. So, old Muskie. Uh, it sounds wrong. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, there's a furry. Wrong. There's a furry reference on there. So... I was even talking. Sorry. About that. I hear a Blue Thirty Three reference, but anyway. anyways, Elon went out and purchased 
a whole bunch of CPAP and BPAP machines. All right. Uh, I think he got them from now. I, I know he got them from overseas because he's got that kind of moxie and, and power to do it. No, in any case, don't blame him. Now, there's been some. I, I think it was CNN ran a story that uh, he didn't get ventilators, and they were going to drag him for it. Now, let me let me disavow a couple, or let me um, how do you what do you call disabuse a, a few things here. Yeah, they weren't ventilators in the in the context that people think of ventilators right now. That being said, CPAPs and BPAPs are a type of ventilator. They're what they're called non-invasive. I use one, so they do force they do force your lungs. Just not as bad as you know being intubated, which I I require. Like being intubated, they still require a physician or a technician who's knowledgeable yes to properly program them for your resistance of your own lungs oh i know but it, it, trust me no, i went I, I went through all of this <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this to you i'm saying yeah. to the audience in case they get the idea well i can get just a cpap machine and if i get sick i'll wear that and i'll be fine it's like no 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 yeah no because if he, you said it you could blow your lungs out yeah down here here's the part two yeah here's hold, the part two hold on one second though uh do these things work on just the general air around it, or does it require uh, an additional oxygen container? They themselves are pumps. They pull it from oh, the air oh, in the hold environment. On, hold yeah, on. They, they okay. Mine pulls from the air through a filter. Okay, and then yep. goes in. Now the part two of this okay. is that this is what the hospitals ordered. Specifically, they wanted CPAPs and BPAPs to this specification because they have a supplier who 3D prints the adaptations necessary to turn these things into the proper invasive ventilating systems that they need for, I banged my microphone, that they need for their patients. Very cool. They worked all of this out said to Elon, look, okay, so a ventilator in the current context costs X. The CPAPs and BPAPs cost Y and Z. I'm Canadian, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> American, I had to go looking at, C, at CPAP machines because I need to get a sleep study done and I will potentially need one. Yeah. Depending on the what you get, they cost anywhere from roughly about $200 for just the basic model to five hundred to six hundred dollars for a semi-advanced model, but there are more expensive ones too. Keep going. I had to I had to drop twelve on mine. But in any case, these are basically uh, these are small suitcase sized or smaller, typically, right? About like mm-hmm. about this. This one fits on my nightstand. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it, it's got a and mine's got a reservoir for for water, so it keeps the air humid, which is great where I live. Is. Oh yeah, well actually for mine it's just a hose. If if I change the hose, I get heated. It's that simple. But so the thing and I think it was it was like 5 or 6,000 of these things that he was able to get a hold of. And then this other company was able to get the parts to help them repurpose it. So, you know, like I I saw the I saw the hand motion. It was like, you know, mont- I, I want to say Monte Bene, but whatever. It's okay. CNN 
and some of the other media companies went out of their way to drag him Through for this because, well, they're desperate. I mean, there's even talk of, uh, oh God, what's his name? Um, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo. Yes, he's the brother of the, see the governor of New York? He Andrew was Cuomo? at one time. Well, no, he still is. Yes, but they're, they're, the Cuomo family has been in the public spotlight in New York for, for okay. a number of years. A number okay. of years. Decades. Yeah, anyways, anyways. Um, well, like apparently CNN is running this thing where, you know, Chris Cuomo is quarantined in his basement. And he's got the sweats and he's not feeling good. Well, somebody found him outside inspecting a property with his wife and kids. Yeah. Okay. News to me. And CNN is tripling down on this, apparently. The only reason I'm going through all of this is that... uh, uh, the, the mainstream media these days, folks, question everything. See, this is why I listen to the scientists and the doctors. I don't listen to the media anymore. I'm yeah. done with them. I can't. I can't listen to the bullshit political crap of all, whatever rhetoric Trump wants to throw out there and everything else. I, I've got to listen to what the doctors and the scientists have to say. I have to follow their advice. I, you have to use common sense where I don't have advice from the specialists. Mm-hmm. And as for everybody else, look, if you're not telling me that the, the governor instituted a new order and you're just trying to tell me general advice, shut the hell up and move on to something else. Tell me about how somebody saved a puppy today, okay? You're more than likely to get my, my viewership back if you tell me about how the local teenage group decided to band together and help deliver groceries for the seniors while still meaning a, a sterile environment and so on and so on and so on. That's how you get my viewership back. You know, yeah. when yeah, you tell cool. me that these gr- governors have formed a consortium, they have managed to get things together. They've got the ball rolling. That's how you get my viewership back. But telling me that so-and-so did this when they actually did that, and, tell, and telling me lies and twisting the truth, I don't want to watch you anymore. I have given up on many of the mainstream channels at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I want to- Yeah, I, I thought I'd throw that one out there as a, as a nice piece of good news about uh, what Musk did. And That is good. I, I didn't hear that one source. at all. I'll see if I can get some sources for you. I, I didn't hear either that. side of that one, so. I appreciate that. And, you know, I've, 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 I've said on many occasions, you know, BTN, when all is said and done, you know, the BTN solutions will work. BTN stands for better than nothing. Now, now that we are, uh, you know, a uh, half an hour left in the show. So uh, with, with the quarter of the show that's left at this point, I want to really finally get to the, actual topic that I was trying to have us talk through. Hubris? Hubris? The, the, the hubris of these televangelists is absolutely, absolutely staggering to me. Where Jim Baker 
is all oh, oh, oh they've they've cut off the the credit card processing is no longer doing for us anymore so we need a new way of getting your money so that we can stay in business and proclaim the the bright side of the the backside of of princess luna's ass i don't know whatever the hell he wants to sell at this point are, are we ever going to buy one of these you know the the only good thing about these buckets is that you can you can freeze them solid in a in an industrial freezer with 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 tea so you've got something to keep you hydrated with for the next 3 days well there is another good use for them once you finish eating all the food in there you can poop in it assuming you still poop after you eat that stuff well, this, is, this is a good point that's a good point that's a good point right there but these guys they're doing their thing they're saying come on down God will protect you. Uh, wh- whoever that that crazy mf'er oh, is with the with the covered in the blood of Jesus, or or well, no, that that not that poor woman. I f- I feel pity for Kentucky, people like Florida, that. Florida, what state? I don't even uh, disbelief. I guess is probably the best. The one who is just like, look at what God's gonna do. <laughs> the COVID's now gone. <laughs> Whatever the hell. Oh, that motherfucker! I think that was Florida. I don't. It. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because these people are just a room full of nothing, and all these guys are up on their stage and they're they're keeping themselves separated from each other, but they're still gonna go ahead and they're still gonna proclaim and they're still gonna beg for your money because why stop the gravy train just because people are dying? I also find it interesting that a lot of the. Uh a lot of the more successful ones are maintaining safe social distancing practices, but they expect their congregational bustle in as deep and as many seated across as possible. Yeah. Copeland. That's, that's what the motherfucker's name was. Oh, that, that piece of human garbage. That's the nicest way you could possibly put that. Look, how much has Joel Olstein donated? Hmm. How about Pat Robertson? How much has he donated? You know, I haven't heard a peep out of those two. I haven't heard a peep out of those two guys since this whole thing started. This whole thing has started. They haven't spoken up. They haven't sent prayers out. They haven't donated any of their money, their property, anything to feed the homeless, to help out, uh, you know, restaurants that are forced to shutter because they can't, uh, they don't have uh, any business. You know, I haven't heard these guys doing anything. And that's because they're. They're uh, they're snake oil salesmen. When snake oil salesmen were realized that they were about to get caught, they'd flee town and go on to the next one. Yep. That's all they are. I'm, you know, no, I'm not sorry. You people who follow these people, you deserve it because you refuse to acknowledge that you're getting shafted. Yeah, we should we should just remind but, people that if 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 you're not sure. Look up the town Passamaquoddy. There's a reference that some people are just going to go. How do you spell that? I don't know either. Don't don't worry about. It. Ask 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 Google to to look it up for you. But uh, yeah, that's that's you're quite right, Stephanie. By the way, I think Scathing Atheist bought a, a bucket some time ago. I don't remember yeah, if did, it was them the thing on it. or uh, or uh, cognitive dissonance. I think they did. Uh, the guys from Good Mythical Morning a while ago had done something very similar and they basically came down and said, yeah, this isn't great, but if you're a prepper, 
Uh, you could do worse. I don't there know how, but... Certain, there are certain... Uh, here, here's an example of a dehydrated food actually being a good product. I have a one-pound bag of dehydrated cheddar cheese in my cupboard. Okay? This is real cheese that the moisture has been pulled out of, and the remnants run through and turned into a powder. It looks like the stuff that you would get on cheddar cheese popcorn or Cheetos, except it's not that level of saltiness. Okay? Yeah, I got you And in very light doses, you know, a very light sprinkle, it makes a very light cheddar flavor. So the more you use, the more cheddar flavor you get. If you reconstitute it with water, you're actually going to get a cheddar cheese paste out of it that's spreadable on crackers. I've tried this. Um, You just have to, like any kind of preserved food that's designed to be cupboard shelf-stable, it's almost always going to have a high salt content. So if you have a heart condition that has to maintain low salt, this is probably not a good option for you. Most aren't. Especially cheddar in general is not a good option for you because that's a naturally high uh, salt cheese. Um, this product actually works. It, it it tastes good. It tastes like cheese because it is cheese. It doesn't. I bought one that didn't have any too many artificial ingredients in it, and it is shelf stable as long as I keep the moisture low. So I have desiccate packets that are are sealed it's i'm not doing a homemade brew thing i'm doing a professional made uh certified for food grade and i put one in there to help keep the moisture down so it doesn't need to be refrigerated after opening either i if i run out of cheese in my fridge and i want to add cheese flavor to a spaghetti dish or just a sandwich that i'm making and i don't have cheese left spread a little mustard on it sprinkle a little powder on it there's my cheese flavor Okay, some of these things really do work very well, but you have to do your research. You have to see, am I getting something that's just 6,000 milligrams of salt? Or is there actual protein here? Is there actual ingredients that I need here? And um, some of these things, some of these prep dehydrated systems are good. They work and they suit many people's needs. But you have to vet them. You have to see if it suits your needs, your dietary restrictions, mm-hmm. and what you want to do. But don't go overboard. <clears throat> you know, if one of those buckets actually does meet your needs, don't buy 20 of them. Buy a couple. Yeah. Because don't, there are other people who need two. I just and, put a I put another link in the, in the notes or in our chat for uh, mypatriotsupply.com. Um. Again, YouTuber I listened to a fair bit, Tim Pool. Uh, he actually got got on with these guys and got a. Uh, I think he got a four week or a two week or four week supply. Again, it's in cases like this where the markets are, you know, where the stores are starting to be empty, where meat is apparently going through the roof in terms of price and everything. Having something like this. Yeah, a lot of people, they, they'd call you a prepper. They'd call you, you know, like, who do you think you are? You're going to be the, you're going to be those, uh, oh God, who was that, that militia? Uh, the, the, the one that taught us that Amazon actually ships 55 gallon drums of lube. Oh, yeah. Those guys, yeah. You know, they, they could have benefited from this. 
Let me let me interrupt you there. Hmm? Um, this has got to stop people as a whole. Oh, you're a socialist. Oh, you're a prepper. Oh, you're this. You, you know what? Stop it because it goes both ways. I, I saw the th- the the, the uh, screenshot that was making its rounds all over Reddit. That'll probably be on Facebook tomorrow, where somebody had uh, posted uh, a snide remark of, "Hey, peop- hey, Trump haters, don't forget, don't accept that twelve hundred dollars because it's coming from the man that you hate most, right?" And then somebody responded with, "Hey, Trump supporters, don't take that twelve hundred dollar check because don't forget that's only for the poor and that's socialism." See, it goes both ways. It's the same freaking coin, people. It's tribalism. Yeah. Stop this shit. We are human fucking beings. Treat each other as such. Start saying please and thank you and excuse me and pardon me. All right? If you disagree with somebody, do it in a civil manner. Do research. <laughs> do Talk gently, quietly. We don't need more yelling. We got a madman yelling at the camera and the press. Okay. All that stuff aside, let me rephrase that. Okay. Let me rephrase that. We have people who are going on television and yelling because it's not just one person. There are a lot of people yelling. And I've said it before when everybody's yelling at everybody, nobody's having a conversation. Now's the perfect time to have a conversation. We're all home. You know, we have this wonderful communication system in front of us. Be gentle with each other. Yeah. Okay. And don't use Zoom. That's 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 all well. But um, if you're applying that to a society who, for the most part, has nothing but their own comfort level as a means of judging anything. I'm not so sure that uh, rationality is uh, even possible. I mean, what you're talking about is great between rational people, but uh, I'm kind of worried that uh, a good lot of the population is not rational. Yeah, that's... And in situations where like this, where we're getting outside of their comfort bubble, well, anything outside of the comfort bubble, anything they've experienced empirically or whatever's been passed down to them by whatever authority they have faith in instead of deciding for themselves the value of anything um, we're getting into panic territory I mean a, a rationality is just going to evaporate that's definitely something that's worth uh, talking over because there, there's there's something about this that like I alluded to in my opening that uh, we could we could probably have uh, we could probably see about having a discussion about that a little bit later, because uh, the pieces. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, uh, hold on too well for uh, too much longer, and uh, I forgive me, I've not been well rested for the better part of a week. Uh, it's kind of the way the things have been, uh, so I I, I want to kind of see about wrapping a little bit uh, a little bit quicker than normal with um I had intended to really talk about these um these charlatans I I can't think of a better way of putting it who have said come in 
be in the pews, be with us and, and, and share your testimony with us all. And God will keep you safe. And these pastors are dropping dead because they got sick. They rolled a one on their constitution. And well, there you go. And the sad part of it is you don't have to roll a one at this point. Uh, with the way the sure, you can tell the people, you can tell the real believers from the ones who are, um, I wonder if somebody who's, you know, fully aware of the evil they're doing, if they call their parishioners to come in. Well, the, the let's just say the true believers are the ones who are dying. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, 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 what I what I wrote ab- about the um, uh, for the uh, for the uh, for the show note uh, the description I was I was hoping that Bridget would be with us because uh, the last piece that I got there you don't accept Darwinian evolution because you know so many of these folks can be just creationism one way or another. Even the soft creationists in in the Catholic Church, even the Catholic, whatever. Anyway, but you're willing to run an unethical experiment on your trusting populace without even meaning to. I, I really want to end with that because these folks, whether they're the true believers or just the charlatans out for the money... Either way, they are unscrupulously and unethically putting these people to death. There's no other way to put it. And that is absolutely abominable. I can't think of a better word for it. It makes makes my skin crawl. Yeah, like I wonder. So... Yeah, we, we've seen the footage of Copeland blowing and saying that that, you know, you know that America is now cured. His face looks more plastic than Dolly Parton's cleavage. <laughs> that's <laughs> callback to last apro- night, by the way. I was going to say, yeah, that, that's, that's apropos right there. Um, what I wonder about these these televised sermons and these other things where... The fire and brimstone preacher Sorry. gets up on stage there and, you know, does his thing. How much, how full are those collection plates at the end of that thing? Because something tells me there's a price of admission to get into those things. And I suspect, I, I really have no, this one, but something tells me that Copeland did not just do this out of the, out of the kindness of his heart. No. And, Again, he probably saw it as, you know what? Here's the fear. Here's the desperation. I'm going to come in with my, with the secret, with the Deepak Chopra, because they are ripe for the fleecing. Yep. Now, now that is what me as a more skeptically minded individual would think, you know, this is a business opportunity. And the skeptic could very, 
Yeah. And, and and the cynic over here is right on board with you on this one. Yeah. But the other part of me thinks is it could very well be that this guy is absolutely as batshit crazy as the package advertising, which is yeah. even more terrifying. You know, it's, it's one thing to, to, okay, look, it's a dick move to con somebody, uh, by using their faith. Yep. It's another thing if you, if you're swallowing it as much hook, line, and sinker as they are. You know, it just makes you wonder how much of it is an act because they know exactly what they're doing. Uh, there was a movie with uh, Steve Martin uh, where he played one of these faith healing priests or whatever. Oh. Except, um, that, except that he was, he knew that he was a fake. Blue Velvet? And he knew that. I can't remember. Um, but it's what it was. Anyway, he, he knew what he was doing. And so I wonder is Steve, is, is Kenneth Copeland one of those or is he as crazy as, or is he as faithful as, as he advertises? Both are scary. The latter to me is terrifying. You know, it's amazing, I think I've said before, but it's amazing how one can transition between, you know, in a survived by imitation society, it's amazing how one can transition from being, um, between being a follower of conformism, Savadio, uh, lapsing to French, um, <laughs> which means, um, which means uh, you you observe your neighbor and you imitate them, and between becoming a conformist leader, uh, which means that uh, basically you take um, a list of rules and you enforce them on other people, and some of these religious leaders, I think they're they're in the the, the latter situation, and they're still surviving by imitation. All they really know is what works or not. So, you know, in times and non-pandemic times, um, making demands on their their flock, well, you know, it works for them. I can say any damn thing I want, and uh, they'll, they'll, just, they'll yeah. just obey. You know, it's like even like Trump saying he could shoot somebody in the street and he'd still well, have... And it's, it's interesting that you say during non-pandemic times because... And this goes back to, to what I said uh, at the beginning. Nobody, nobody in this generation knows how to act in pandemic times. So they're, they're doing what they know because they have no. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not part of the comfort bubble. We're like, yeah, we're, what's outside the, of, um, we're in uncharted territory and like. Man, uh, tonight's my night for movie references. Um, the it's real simple. Movie. Stay there. Go home. <laughs> yeah, the, the A-Team movie. Yes, oh I went there. Don't judge me. I like that movie. Didn't see it. Uh, well, it wasn't bad. towards the end of the movie, Face comes up with the plan. If you remember the TV show, you know what Hannibal did. Oh, God. All right. Well, yeah, okay. Well, this time it was Face who came up with the plan because... It was part of this character arc in the movie. 
And partway through the plan, one of the bad guys shot the ship they were on with a rocket launcher. Which was definitely not in the plan. No, it wouldn't be, I would expect. And so I think it was B.A. asked, like, what about the plan? He says, the plan just got blown up by a rocket launcher. That's kind of what's happened here. Uh, the, the, the pandemic has thrown an RPG-sized monkey wrench into the machinations of people like this. And they don't know how to act because now everything is off script. So what they're trying to do is they are grasping for whatever control they can still influence because it's all they know. And now we have a country populated with Karens who are losing Mm -hmm. their goddamned minds. Bingo. Because right now, the world is off script. <laughs> the world's turned upside down. Yeah. Actually, it's it's turned upside down and then gone sideways. Um, and yep. then and and now you're looking at it through the lens of you know the old Batman show where the villains' hideouts were all twisted or tilted. That, that that's kind of what we're seeing now. And we don't even have a Lin Manuel song to make us feel good about ourselves for it. I know. But that's just it. Everything's off script. Everybody is desperately trying to. They're f- ah, they're, trying they're trying to, to f- find. They're trying to find their way back through the chaos to get that foothold, so that they can reclaim a sense of order. They're- but they don't. They don't realize that to do that, they are going to have to change. But they don't know how. Well, they they don't even realize that. It's just like they just want to get into targeted territory. They want everything to be, quote-unquote, the way it was before. You know, on, on that note, absolutely I agree. I have met people um, who, some of my family and some not my family, who have, they're having a hard time with this. They're having a hard time with the fact that the world suddenly changed in just a matter of a few weeks, and it's not the way they want it to be. And it adds on top to the way the world has been changing for the last uh, decade. And and it's really bothering them. Um, Some of them are able to handle it to some degree because some of them went through polio and the whole nine yards. Others, even having gone through polio, are still having a hard time. Um, a conversation with one in general was, hey, look, um, there are new rules. The world, as you know it, is over. There are new rules. And if you don't follow the new rules, you die and or you kill someone else. And while that person agreed that, you know, they've had a good life, death, you know, they're, they don't know how much longer they have left anyway... But the the prospect of taking out somebody else, that bothers them. Because that person in question is a very good person. They do care about others, which is why they are staying indoors and everything else. But we have a lot of people who don't care about others out who are having a hard time. And they don't want to hear it. They want it back, just like you said, 
the way it was when they were comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that applies to both ends of the spectrum. That This applies to the people fully aware of the ignorance of the populace. It applies to anybody yeah, who predates the plague or the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But you've my, got the my, people who have set up the economy the way it is, who depend on a, on a larger populace of, of dependent and, and ignorant. And then you've got the ignorant themselves who just don't know anything. You know, these guys at, at the top, they want you know, they want to go back to their, okay, we want uh, $10 from everybody's pocket every month, um, just like we had before. And then you've got the populace uh, who doesn't know anything outside of their comfort bubble. Well, all they want to do is return to their comfort bubble. It works on both ends. Yeah, you've got, you, you've got the Karens who want to go back to Karening. Yeah. Back in the hand for the Karens. I don't even know what that is. What is Karen's? Uh, we'll tell you after the show. Yeah, it's it, it, it'll it'll take a couple of extra minutes that uh, that it, it's I, I don't thing. have, uh, unfortunately, uh, because uh, we're we're getting we're getting to the point where I'm going to need to uh, I really I really do need to close because we're uh, I'm getting to the point where I know when I've gotten to too long into past, you know, running on vapors because I, I have a hard time concentrating in order to get to where I, where I need to get to. So it, no, no, it's, it's, it's not that it's not that I, yeah, I've been, I've been having a, like I said earlier, I've not been well rested for the better part of the week. So I'm, the alcohol is not helping but I have not had, you know, I've not had very much at all, really, when all is said and done. So it, it's it's not that. Uh, gentlemen, I, I want to go ahead and see if uh, if there's any last items that anybody wants to uh, uh, anybody wants to close with before I wrap us up. Um, Joseph, uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you first shot at this and. Yeah, well, if, you know, in this situation, if you um, come across a situation um, where you have an obstacle and you have no control over it, uh, well, just let it be a lesson to uh, a lesson about your role in society. uh, Well, let it apply to the post-pandemic. You know, become more implicated in in the economy you're part of. Uh, the products you buy, who you vote for, you know, you, you have to have a say in this kind of thing. And uh, it's going to take some thought. I know thinking's hard. But uh, if we're going to avoid a future situation where we're going to be, uh, we're going to find ourselves once again in a situation of complete reliance on a few key actors that should they, should they fall, you know, you know, that would be our demise. Um, just to avoid that kind of situation, um, you know, we have to side a little more towards, uh, 
thought and a little less to the side of convenience. Okay. Uh, Dallin? If you can help, help. If you've got the ability to help someone else who's fallen down and who, who needs it, don't hesitate. But, like the Stanley Airlines, make sure your own mask is secured before you secure anybody else's. Do not overextend yourself. It might feel good. You know, you, you may have that wonderful sense of altruism, but remember, at the end of the day, you got to make sure that you're able to get up to, to help that person the next day. So to thine own self be true. Um, question the media right now. Whatever side, whatever bend you're on, whatever whatever part of the spectrum you fall on in terms of your beliefs, your principles, whatever. Look at everything with a critical eye these days because right now someone could tell you something and it could end up killing you. Someone could tell you something and yeah, maybe you'll be safe from one thing, but something else may kill you. Like Joseph said, we've got to stop relying on everybody else to inform us. We need to find our answers for ourselves. We need to help if we can and however we can. But above all, just stay safe. Whatever that entails, do it. Take care of yourself. And that way we can take care of each other. Tech. One of the things we pointed out was there's a lot of fear. Fear comes from ignorance, believe it or not. And I don't mean ignorance as an insult. I mean ignorance in the technical term that it is, is a lack of knowledge. Ignorance can be cured with knowledge, education. Okay. Right now, we have a lot of time, I and mean, a lot of us have access to the sum of total human knowledge that is indexable and searchable from just about damn near anywhere in the world. Some people are not so lucky. But there's also schools making the attempts to try to get those who are not so lucky but have kids that same level of access. Like Dallin said, vet your sources, do your research be skeptical but pay attention to what the scientists and the doctors are saying and I don't mean your local pediatrician down the street I mean people like Dr. Fauci and granted he's not the end all be all but when it comes to pandemics and viruses at least as far as viruses go it's not his first rodeo as a, a scientist medical scientist he's it's his this is his ballpark this is his playing field. This is his area of expertise. He's learned to play some politics, as we've seen on television. But that is so that he can continue talking to people. So if you can read between the lines, you can get the answers. And that can be a hard thing to do for a lot of people. 
But you don't have to be afraid if you arm yourself with knowledge. The knowledge that no, and this was something that I was afraid of, but I have learned to temper this fear because I now have knowledge. According to the CDC, this is not a bloodborne virus. Mosquitoes, I do not have to fear. But I've been, been fearing them for the last month because I know that on the East Coast, the Asian tiger mosquito is an incredibly aggressive mosquito and very prevalent in, uh, on this coastline. I am thankful for that knowledge, and I am sharing that knowledge with other people I know have that fear. And I can redirect them to where I obtained that knowledge from. So it's not just word of mouth. This is the key. This is how we abolish ignorance. This is how we cure it. And when I relay this information, I don't go, ah, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I go, no, guess what I learned from the CDC today? This is what I know. This is what I thought. This is how it made the correction to me. So that way they have the knowledge that not only they weren't the only ones thinking that. It was me too. They're not alone. People want to know they're not alone. Not only in a time of need, but in a time of ignorance. Don't be afraid to let them know that you, like them, were fearful of the same thing. And you have learned something and you're sharing it because you care. This is what it means to be respectful and loving of others. If you truly believe that your God wants you to love someone, this is the best way to show it. Cure ignorance and do so with love in your heart. I'm going to make this, uh, I'm going to make this pretty quick. Um, it's not what I was planning on uh, closing with to, to go more with the actual topic, but it kind of pulling these two items together. I've seen people saying that they are agreeing with the idea to defund national support of WHO because the complaint that's put out, the conspiracy theory is that the WHO has said that they want to go ahead and go into your homes and take sick people out of your homes bodily. That was the conspiracy theory. And Chris Tucker, I think is who it was, over on Fox News, went ahead and played this clip, this 15-second clip, that seemed to bolster that. And people spread it around like wildfire. I didn't believe that this was the whole thing, because... This didn't seem right for me. So I went hunting, and I found the 30 March WHO press conference where they took questions from the, from the people from the various news agencies. And I listened. I listened to the entire hour at about 45 minutes in. They were talking about what it was like to be in areas where they don't have as much, technologically speaking. They don't have that kind of availability. So they rely on shoe leather work, actually walking through these areas, talking with the communities, finding out who's been sick, who hasn't, what have they had, what haven't they had. 
getting their symptoms, talking to the people, taking their temperatures, getting whatever samples that are necessary in order to find out, is it part of the pandemic that's been going on that you guys have got at this point? Well, it turns out that maybe you don't. Congratulations. That's wonderful. But you're in an area where there is no cell coverage, where you don't have the same technological expertise. So when the WHO goes through and talks with these communities, and now that the virus is no longer being contracted by community, but it's now by households because it's been reduced so far, now these shoe-leather-working folks go through the communities and talk to the individuals. And they find out who's been sick. Now they get the opportunity to find out house by house, family by family, and have to ask so that they can get these people to the medical facilities to help them in order to eradicate this virus by starving it of new places for it to infect. What's the expression? A lie can circle the globe before the truth can lace up its shoes. Do your research. Find out what's going on. Ask the questions. Who has what to gain by putting this out there? And yeah, Fauci's doing his thing because that's his area of expertise. This is his passion. He studied for it. He knows what the hell he's doing. There are other doctors out there who have done the same damn thing. And if you think any of them that have one-word names that they're known by, if you think that they are out there for your betterment, you really need to rethink it. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil, please. If you're believing these people that they're going to have it in their best interest for your best interest? Yeah, go ahead and roll a die 20. See what you get. And make sure that you take off a negative five for trusting these people. Fucking charlatans, the whole lot of them. I got a hell of a lot more that I want to vent on all that, but I think we've gone far enough at this point. So as always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to really consider for yourself for later. We need to get out of here because I've got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of editing that I've got to do before I get out of here. And I'm, I'm not doing real good. Joseph, thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a good day. And um, I don't remember if it was earlier this week that you had uh, posted the panoramic picture uh, of uh, of Paris on Facebook. That was that was lovely to see. 
Oh, okay. I, it's funny because when I uh, when I took it, it was like uh, you know the panorama pictures that are stretched out. Um, <clears throat> you got a super wide. I thought it looked better like that, <laughs> but I mean, uh, when I posted it, when I uploaded it to Facebook, they helpfully uh, made a panorama out of it. But that that was taken from the top of where I work. There's um, there's a cafeteria on the top floor, and there's a huge terrace, which must be very nice now. But unfortunately, I can't really take advantage of it. So you guys all take care. Stay safe in there. Absolutely. And uh, good luck out there, man. Yeah, thanks, man. See you next week. Yeah. Tech, thank you very much. And, of course, as you know full well, my best luck to you and your circles. Absolutely. Thank you. And to yours as well. You're up there. <laughs> and we haven't, where I'm at, we have not peaked. Um. And for those of you watching who don't understand what I mean by that, the difference between the SARS virus that we're experiencing, commonly referred to as coronavirus or COVID-19, it's a form of SARS. Um, there's no vaccine for this. There's no flu shot. There's no nothing, which is why the flu tends to be a bump. In New York and many other states, it becomes a spike. Very short, very brief, with a lot of fallout. Where I'm at, we're just on the curve now. It's going to go up, and we don't know how bad it's going to be. So, in about the next week or two, I'm going to find out. <laughs> and... Uh, I have no idea if at the end of this, when I go back to work, if I'm going to see people that I know and enjoyed having conversations with and working with or not. But uh, it, it, I'm going to find out one way or another. So, yeah, thanks. We're trying to be safe. We're trying to do what we can. We're trying to stay the F inside and stay away from other people. Yeah, I hear you. Um I'm looking in my in the in the area around where I live. I'm trying to figure out the the map for my county is a little it it's a little it's a little funky trying to figure out where the hell everything is. Um here we go. Here we go. In the community immediately surrounding where I live, we currently have four confirmed cases. Now, admittedly, this is a very small section of my county, but that is what it is. When I checked a week and a half ago, we had 22 confirmed uh, We had 22 cases that were confirmed um, that were not of the kind that had to be on a respirator hmm. or ventilator or whatever. Um, but we had about 14 that did. We had eight that had been found out to have had it and fully recovered and returned to the wild, as it were. Um, but, you know, they also, you know, there's all the untested people 
until yeah. we get the tests, we can't go back out there. That's a death sentence for a lot of people. If I can just add one thing um, quickly from a personal experience, um, because I'm I'm wondering, like, you know, the statistics are a great guideline, but I'm also wondering a lot about what we're not seeing. You know, uh, one has to look at the whole picture, and the statistics do not cover a complete picture. Like, and I that was I I, yep. I take the example of my um, actually my my neighbor uh, just next door to me has it. And she was at the hospital, and they brought her home. And she's about, uh, she's probably around going close to 80 years old. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen in that case there. If she has respiratory, and she's not being monitored or anything, and she has the... Um, I don't hear anybody stopping by. Kind of eerie, the dead silence, actually. But, uh, yeah, well. I understand. I and keep your skepticism, that's all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I, I just did a, a secondary look. Two in my zip code, and for my particular county, uh, over 2,000 confirmed cases over 8,000 tested, 131 dead. But again, we still have got lots of question marks as far as to where the hell the actual information is because testing. But uh, again, that's, that's, we'll, we'll, <clears throat> we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later if I remember for next week because there's, Statistics is a pain in the ass. Uh, Dallin, um, thank you ever so much. And uh, you, you, you hold yourself together, man. Yeah. Just to give you some numbers, um, in Canada right now, as of yesterday, since it's, it rolled over, 32,565 confirmed cases nationwide. 1,347 deaths uh, nationwide in my neck of the woods, 2,562 cases in Alberta, 51 deaths. And I've actually caught the headlines on these. Most, the majority of these have been in long-term care facilities where isolation is a tough thing to, to get, um, recoveries, 1,162. Completed tests, 96,897. Sounds impressive, but uh, the city I live in is over a million population. So, but they're, they're being much more reactive in that, is that if you show up at the hospital with the symptoms, that's when they test you. So, like I said before about the antibody testing or any, you know, finding out who's asymptomatic, the, the system's just not in place yet. And that's going to take a long time to ramp up. You know, and again, we could go for another six hours talking about that, but I don't, we're, I don't want No. In a way, just so you have uh, another positive 
uh, scientists have been investigating using the CRISPR technology for um, creating a rapid COVID-19 test. We'll we'll see how this plays out then. Supposedly about 40 minutes, not the 15-minute one. But if they have more than one test that has a high success rate, a high accuracy rate, hey, that's great. Especially since CRISPR technology is available to a lot of scientists along a lot of sections of the world. <laughs> well, think of it. You know, like no, we have no, 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 we, the place. Yeah, I, we I, need. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. But anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So as usual, I am the uh, curator, of course, of the audio version of this over at holycrapthelogcast.com. And for any other thoughts I might have, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm moving along. I'm just, I'm really, really, really yeah. trying to drag myself at the moment. Uh, phone number, if okay. you want to leave a voicemail message, of course, over on the website is uh, 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. Um, email address is all over in there. And, uh, I did put out a uh, uh, I did put out a request to uh, Linus from uh, Linus Tech Tips to see about joining us. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna make a couple of other feelers out to uh, some other folks. See about inviting him in uh, over in the live chat. Feelers, Stephanie, thank you. Um, whoever that uh, whoever that tool was earlier, uh, yeah, that was nice. Thanks, appreciate that. 4:20 isn't until tomorrow, so nice. Way to go, dude. Ooh. And it's legal here. It's Lord. Whatever. And there's a store not too far from where I live. Uh, I don't think <laughs> that it qualifies as essential services, but you know what? It, hey, it'll, it'll be... They're open and they deliver. And uh, to be fair. Fair. Medicinal marijuana. So kind of, sort of. I mean, not for me, but... I kind of sort of essential because some people do kind of rely on that stuff to there is something to be know, said for that. Keep, keep the shakes down, keep the pain away, you know. Just saying. True enough, very enough. Sorry. Very very unpro of me to to be yawning at this point. It gives you an idea as to where I am at this anyway. You all have yourselves uh, a good night, a good week. Please be safe. Uh, we'll be here for you. And if you if you are in need of kind of having a check-in, please take a swing over to our Discord and just send up a send up a bat signal and and let us know that you need somebody to talk to if you need some time. We'll we'll do what we can. Meantime, as always, on behalf of us all. I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And like I said, um, normally for my wife's, uh, the, the date that my wife passed, which is in May, I would normally be making dinner for the nurse's station and bringing it in. I cannot see that as being a good idea for me to be doing in the near future. So I will be missing for the first time in 14 years. But we are approaching 15 years. So as always, 
Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. And as always, until the next time we get together, everyone, be safe. And we'll see you soon. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.